In the olden times, in the old country of Latvia, a girl walks out of the city into the forest to gather mushrooms in a basket, like a child in a fairy tale. Her name is Mina Mendel, just turned 14 years old. She's on the brink of something but doesn't know it. Folktales begin when a person sets out on a journey. Then a story is in the making, with a beginning, a middle, and a satisfactory conclusion, ending in a marriage and the defeat of all your enemies. Peace reigns, fortunes are restored, wrongs are righted. Granted, these tales of myth and legend generally concern young men embarking on heroic deeds and quests, but on this occasion, it's a curly-haired Jewish girl who picks up her basket, steps from the house, and walks with purpose along the streets until the city runs out. The rules of the forest are not those of the town. Primal creatures of pre-civilization are supposed to live there. Spirit animals, ancient beasts existing now only in folk memory. At the very least, there are wolves. Weaving through the trees, spotting likely fungi, plucking the thick capped stems from the damp earth shaded by the canopy of trees through which sunshine weakly glimmers, she hears in the distance the sound of voices singing. There is nothing eerie or otherworldly about the music. It is a harsh utterance from the human throat. It sounds to her like drinking songs, and the singers sound drunk. Young girls are right to fear drunks. It can't end well. Young Mina is not so innocent as to be ignorant of this basic truth. It is the responsibility of her father to protect his family from the evil eye, which lies not only in supernatural forms, but also in rowdy taverns and on the streets, and in the form of anti-Semites riding on tooled leather saddles, borne forwards on a quartet of clanging metal hooves. She has heard of inebriation which turns men into animals, addles reason and causes them to lunge, fall, vomit. Drunks are ridiculous and contemptible, low, unclean. You can detect the stench of liquor coming off their faces, their clothes. What a drunkard could do has no limits. It is where the moral center gives out, collapses into bestiality. Drunks wearing crucifixes are the very worst. Worse than actual wolves, they are never sated in their hunger for blood. And Christians are the natural predators of the Jews, with no known predators themselves. Now Mina recognizes the trembling sensation of danger, alone without protection, stumbling over tree roots. They could violate and kill her, and her body would be eaten by wild animals, only a collarbone, a hip bone, a thigh bone scattered on the mossy earth. There is every reason to be afraid, she thinks. They'll have your guts. Oh, I will never see my mother and father again, and all for a basket of mushrooms. What was I even thinking? I could slap myself. I could turn my cheeks red with such a slap. And, but wait a minute. What are they singing? There is a point at which you go forward or you turn back. You have to choose. You can't stay rooted to the spot. If you did, time would freeze. History would end. So Mina Mendel steps towards them. The story begins. The singing stopped. The world stopped. She could hear the wind in the trees, the boughs bending, the branches live with birdsong now the raucous clamor of their voices had died down. She felt a great tension, the air vibrating or her own body trembling. 
adolescent faces turned and stared at the young maiden advancing towards them with a steady, uninterrupted step. They saw curves beginning in all the right places, clothed in a grey, everyday woolen dress, a raspberry-coloured scarf tied around her hair. An ordinary girl of what they would call Semitic appearance, the lack of delicacy in her features, the lumpy nose, the crow-black hair and currant-coloured eyes. The boys were all thinking different things as they watched her approaching. Some experienced a simple shaft of desire, others a more aesthetic appreciation for her healthy young features and flushed skin, the prelude to lust. For others, it was simple curiosity, questions about who she was and what she was doing there, and how one needed to keep up one's guard against spies and agents of the police. One was reminded of his cousin who had died of diphtheria, inducing sad memories, and he made up his mind that his rowdy friends would not lay a hand upon her.